Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So let's get right into it. Hello, Rod here from A Better Way to Farm, wishing you a great Christmas season, hoping that we remember that the real purpose is to celebrate the birth of our Savior. Today, I want to talk about something that could be a big difference on how the Grinch is stealing your profits, and it's about nitrogen. As you guys know, we firmly believe that everything that happens in agriculture is good for someone. The question is, who is it good for? Tomorrow, I'm probably going to talk about mergers and some of the things that I've just watched happen this past in the past five days here. But for today, I want to talk about nitrogen. And let's talk about all the ways that we let the Grinch steal profits out of nitrogen. And I come back to, I still think farm magazines can be dangerous because they publish things that look like facts that are really advertisements. And right now, we're getting ready to do a series of field days around the United States. And we're going to talk about how it is that we're going to dig a big hole at the end of our cornfield and we're going to fill it with wood chips and we're going to spend a lot of money. There'll probably be a grant that'll pay for half of it, but that's money too and it belongs to you and I as taxpayers. But nonetheless, there'll be a grant and they're going to try to sequester the nitrogen that runs off of our fields in those wood chips. And my question is then, so what? So what? So we catch the nitrogen that ran away. Guys, we just took money out of our pocket and threw it in the fireplace. The fact that we can sequester that nitrogen in those wood chips, it's wonderful and I want to take care of the environment. I do. But let's get back to what's the bottom line. What's good for you? How's the Grinch stealing profit? The nitrogen that's going in those wood chips is not producing corn. It's money that you're throwing away. Why? As little Cindy Lou said, why, Santa? Why? Why are you stealing our profits? Why are we handing our profits to somebody selling us nitrogen? Because they say, how much do you want? And I say, I don't know. And they say, well, old Bob over there, he ran out of nitrogen last year. So I get scared. And I say, put on a lot. And so we have people who are still applying a pound of in to get a bushel of corn, or 1.2 pounds of in to get a bushel of corn. Guys, we need to be gunning for 0.6 pounds. That should be the maximum amount of nitrogen that we're using to get a bushel of corn, 0.6. And we should be trying to get it down to 0.5 and 0.4. Now, everything that happens in ag is good for somebody. Fall applied anhydrous. Oh, it's a great deal for the guy selling anhydrous that owns the toolbars and has all the equipment and has the people. But is it a great deal for you? And I know that people get emotionally just wrapped up in this. Well, that's what we always do. (laughs) You know, a few hundred years ago, when you got sick, what we always did was we stuck a leech on you. And that's what we always did. Probably wasn't necessarily an excellent method of of, uh, getting well, but it was what we always did. Right now we're stuck in this, well, we always put on fall applied gas. Why? Little Cindy Lou's asking you why. And I think one of the things that people need to do, you as managers of your farming operations, need to be brave and bold and say why. 
Why? Who is this good for? Because the fact is, we're never going to grow a bushel of corn on 0.6 pounds of N with fall-applied gas. So what do we got to do? We, nitrogen management is a multi-headed deal, and I, 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 don't, I can't sit here tonight and tell you exactly how to go about doing it. I can't say, you know, do it this way, because there is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm going to do a, a whole series or a whole session on one-size-fits-all ag, but in nitrogen, it really doesn't work because the bottom line is how we do it on square, flat fields is different than how we do it on hills and contours with terraces and point rows. And we can work through all of that. But no matter how we do it, applying it in the fall is not the right answer. There's study after study after study. I mean, there's, it's irrefutable. Fall applied nitrogen is not as efficient. We waste some. It's going to run away. And then there comes the other side of it when little Cindy Lou's saying, why are we doing this? What happened this year with all of the people who didn't get to plant? They flooded or it stayed too wet too long and they took zero prevent or they took prevented planting. What happens? That nitrogen is gone. It's definitely not going to be there come the year after that. It will not lay there for a whole year. Now, we'll grow some gigantic horse weeds and some wonderful water hemp. And so if that's in, you're into that kind of production, it's probably a better plan. But the fact is, if we're trying to be profitable, then maybe what we need to think about is being little Cindy Lou and saying, why? Why are we doing this? So what is some things that we can do? What are some things that we can do to put profit, to pick up this profit that the Grinch is stealing in the way of nitrogen? Number one, we don't fall apply. Number two, we're not... You know, if you want to look back, Kurt and I, my son and I did a, a series this summer talking about why we just flat don't like anhydrous, but we, and we'll get into that another day. But what we can do is we need to apply it as close to planting as we can. And in an ideal world, if we have flat square fields, we're going to put on a little bit pre-plant and we're going to do the lion's share of it in a post-emerge application with some kind of a side dress. We really like the Y-drops because they work. The Y-drops are a good deal for you. I don't sell them. I don't make any money off of what you do there. What's the next thing that we can do? Well, one of the things that we believe is we should definitely soil test and about 99% of us need to have sulfur on. When we put on nitrogen, we should absolutely put on, on sulfur with it. In other words, about a 10 to 1 ratio of 28% and then 10 gallon 28% and a gallon of 120026 or we could be using ammonium uh, nitrate doing. But in some capacity, we need that sulfur. And that sulfur does a lot of things. In and of itself, we need it. We know that in the course of how things work in nature, there is a ratio. We will have about 100 parts carbon to 10 parts nitrogen to one part sulfur. And if we're short on sulfur, and we cannot apply enough nitrogen to offset that sulfur deficiency. So part of good nitrogen management is managing your sulfur. And we want to make sure that we're doing the right things there. What else can we do? The earlier in the season we're putting it on, the more we need a stabilizer. We have a product called Guardian. Active ingredient is DCD. There are like 15 or 16 stabilizers available in the marketplace. When you attend our two-day Fundamentals of Agronomy training called ProAg Training, then we will talk about of those 15 or 16, there are three that actually work. And that's by the data put out by the companies that sell them. If you look at the data, 
most of them will not pay for themselves. Well, they look cool, they make you feel better about yourself, and you can go hug a tree and say you've done something. But the fact of the matter is, what we're trying to do is make you money. We're trying to take the profit back from the Grinch and give it to you. And so consequently, one of the things to consider doing is taking a good long look at a good stabilizer. What if we can spend nine bucks an acre and pick up a $20 bill? What if we can spend nine bucks an acre and save $15 just in nitrogen because it will replace that? There are a lot of things that we can do. We can look at placement. We know, I have people, they say, well, you know, I try, I compared anhydrous to 28 and the anhydrous walked all over it. So I always ask, well, how did you apply it? They said, well, the 28, we just broadcast it over the top and left it. And I said, and how did you apply the anhydrous? Well, of course we didn't broadcast that over the top. We just injected it. I was like, okay, maybe we should have injected the 28 so we had an exact identical method of application because the method of application is important. So when we take that 28, if we're going to put down 30 pounds over the top as a weed and feed, that's fine. If we're trying to do a, our whole deal of 150 pounds in our quest to get 300 bushel corn, we probably better strip that or we better incorporate that. Stripping is always better than broadcast, even if we incorporate it. We know that. The fact of the matter is, it's always better to strip it. We know that if we broadcasted it, we need to incorporate it. That's a fact. We know that it's always better. We've always seen it be better to wide drop it than to inject it because nitrogen does not move as horizontally in the soil as we thought. We did a lot of studies. My son did a bunch of studies and spent thousands of dollars to prove that nitrogen tends to migrate down and not out very far. And I always just assumed that as soon as it was injected, it started going horizontal. That's not true. And so if you're interested in more information on how it moves and the tests that we've ran and the things that we've seen, we encourage you to hit us up with a message here on the Facebook page. We invite you to send us a text at 641-919-1206 or just give us a call. We look forward to talking to you and we look forward to coming back with some more ways to keep that nasty old Grinch from stealing profits. We hope you have a better day. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming.